Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's try uh, Malky Kawa again. He's John Jones' <coughs> agent, represents Coppify. They are much better connection there. So, Malky, as we were saying before, thank you for joining us. And can you can you give us a little bit of background here? Just just how far John Jones uh, has actually come over the last couple of years to get back to the top of his career. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Can you guys hear me now or no? Yes, excellent, excellent. All right, perfect. So, I mean, you know what, listen, he's a great guy. I've always known that John was a good person. He just made a lot of mistakes over the last couple of years, you know, and I just watched him mature a lot in the last two years. He's just, you know, really starting to take responsibility for who he is, what he's about, and, and you know, his place in, uh, you know, MMA history. And I think, you know, he's starting to realize the responsibility and the things that come with it. And he's just, he's become very mature. Now, obviously, uh, you know, if we're talking addiction or anything like that, that's a daily struggle. So you're never sure if everything's going to stay on the right path. But but it sounds like from what you're saying that uh, th- that he, he knows uh, what the right thing to do is now and that he, he, he looks like he's getting his act together. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So uh, now, were you were you at the fight over the weekend? Of course, I was. So, what is that like? Okay, from an agent's perspective, like, are you nervous watching the fight? Like, like, uh, because I mean, you certainly have a little bit riding on it as well as his representation. That's a big deal for your career too. Like, what is that like for you watching the fight? You know, what's crazy is that when people ask me about being at a live fight, I always tell them that when you get, you know, MMA at its highest level, like you guys were able to witness on Saturday. It is the greatest spectacle you guys can watch. There's only one thing, and you guys are going to laugh at me, but there's only one thing I think live event-wise that's better. It's not the Super Bowl, not Game 7 of an NBA Finals or Game 7 of a World Series. It, it's, it's WrestleMania. To me, it's like WrestleMania, and it's a fight like this. So, yeah, the nerves are, are I mean, it's, it's unreal how nervous you get when, you know, because, you know, he's not just my client. He's also my friend. You know, I've, I've, I've been with John for you know, almost 10 years now. So I've watched him go through everything from before winning the belt to winning the belt to breaking the records to being stripped to winning again to being stripped again to, you know, winning finally this past Saturday. So you go through all these ups and downs. And it was, it was uh, you know, you, you sit there and, you, you're, you know, the butterflies are in there. It's just, it's, it's, it's a great feeling when he wins but it's bad up until you know what i mean he actually wins so i uh i like your style malky i can understand that big fight feel wrestlemania as well i get it i like your style uh i will tell you i've never been to a i've been to a lot of boxing matches uh i've never been to a big time ufc event and based on what you're saying uh it, it does seem to have that feel that buzz to it in the building that uh is really tough to describe if you've never been there I'm telling you guys, I mean, if you've never been to a live UFC event, it's different than any boxing thing I've ever been to. It's different than, than you know, I've been to the Heat Game 7, I've, I've watched the Marlins Game 7 win, you know, playing the World Series. I, I, I've done all that. And I've been to numerous Super Bowls. And I'm telling you guys that a live fight like that, when you have two guys like Cormier and John Jones, a packed arena, you know what I mean? Music comes on, the guys, you know, get checked at the gate, walk into the cage. You know what I mean? And then you got the introductions and all that. It's just nothing like it. 
There's you, absolutely nothing like it. We're talking to John Jones' agent here, Malki Kawa, and uh, you know, I was I was very surprised, and I thought it was a tremendous show of class from John Jones after the fight with everything that he said about Daniel Cormier. Were, were you? I, I didn't expect that to happen because there's a lot of bad blood between these two fighters. Were you, were you surprised at all that John Jones was so complimentary to Daniel Cormier afterward? No, you know, it's a competition at the end of the day. And throughout fight week, you know, he was saying that, you know, when he won, he wasn't going to behave the way he did last time. That, you know, he was, you know, in his own words, he's like, you know, I'm mature enough to understand this is a competition and, you know, I've got to be humble in the win and humble in defeat. So if I win, I'm going to be humble about it and, you know, speak from the heart. And, and he did. He did, and that's part of the, mat- the maturation of John Jones. As you see, like, you know, he's, he's growing up, and that's the biggest thing is that he notices at the end of the day. It's cool and all. We can talk all we want to talk, but once we go in that cage and, and, and we lay it on the line, then it's one of those type of things where I think that he did the right thing, and then he told the truth. He honestly told the truth. He spoke from his heart, and he told the truth. What was John like after the fight when you met with him right after the fight? After the fight? Um, he was ecstatic. You know what I mean? He was, he was you know... Just as you can imagine, just a little sore, you know what I mean? But otherwise, he was anxious to go back and look at the fight and critique himself. He does that every single fight. It's like a tradition. After we, we, we win the fights, we rush back to the hotel, um, celebrate with people for a little bit, go upstairs to the room, watch the fight maybe like 10 times, and then come back downstairs and celebrate some more. So it was, it was a really good... Um, so really good, what he called. He had a really good demeanor to him after the fight. Just super excited. And, and I think also at the same time, even though he didn't really show it, I think he was just glad that this whole... You know, rivalry and everything else was over. Like, it was just, it was done. We keep talking about Jones's maturity, his growth. As an agent, just generally in MMA, how involved are you in that process? Because every sport's different. Every athlete's different in terms of what an agent really has to do for the athlete. So what is it like representing a guy in mixed martial arts? I mean, representing a guy, I mean, I, you know, I represent football players also, and so representing a guy in mixed martial arts as in football, the only thing different is the, is the sport that they play and obviously their own personal, you know, character and characteristics. So, I mean, you know, you play a big part in a lot of it. You know what I mean? You, you always try to mentor guys and teach them, you know, how to do the right things. And, and some guys will listen to you, some guys won't. Um, like I said, me and John, you know, we've had – I mean, we've been at this for almost close to 10 years now. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot of, you know, input, a lot of uh, – you know, mentoring and things like that that go through this thing. So it's just a lot more, you know, people don't get it. The life of an agent is not exactly what it seems. If you follow my Instagram account, you'll notice there's a lot of, you know, different things, events and guys and pictures of private planes and cool cars and cool things and this. But, I mean, you know, this is my uh, 11th day on the road. You know what I mean? I have yet to be home for 11 days. And, you know, hanging out with guys is cool and all, but they become like, you know, your little brothers in some cases. Some of them, you know, need you for everything. Some don't. Um, and in John's case, it's just one of those things where, you know, the, the, I, I've been there for him through, through a lot of it. Um, a lot of it he knew what to do already. It's not like I had to come in here with some crazy, you know, ideas to try to help him. He just had to just get it together um, personally, and he, did, and he did that. And that's, you know, credit to him. So I'm, I'm not going to take credit for, for anything that he's done both inside or outside the, you know, outside the cage. It's just it's our job um, to do a lot of different things. But I think just from a human being standpoint, you know, with John, it was more my job to do a lot of other extra things as well. So. Yeah, you, re- you, you mentioned that you op- also represent a bunch of football players as well. Is, I, I, I always hear from agents that the hardest part is getting clients, really, that process of, of being an agent. Is that what you find most challenging about being an agent or the schedule? 
to me, it's a schedule. <laughs> Getting the clients is not that hard. I've got 70 UFC fighters, and I've got you know almost close to 30 you know football players combined between me and the guys in my agency and stuff, and you know. Getting the guys I never thought them to be hard, getting the right guys, I think is always the tough thing. That's that's you know the first step, but it's the schedule. Like I said, I'm on my 11th day, being away from home. Um, I probably still have another two days to go before I do come home. So it's it's one of those things where it's like you know, it just it just is what it is. But it's a, it's a job that I enjoy. I love it to death, and I don't know that I could ever do anything different. So you know, I'm not complaining. I really am not. <laughs> go Melky, I got a question. What's your connection with David and Joku? How does how does Jones know and Joku? Because I represent David also. Ah, there we go. Okay. Let me. Uh, yep, I represent David. Let me ask you here, uh, uh, Malky. You know, as far as like you said, you, you represent NFL players too, but big difference with with UFC and of course with the NFL. There's no union, okay, with with, with the MMA fighters with UFC. So, what kind of difficulties does that present when you're negotiating contracts with the UFC? Have you guys ever met um, Dana White? I have not met him, but uh, obviously we know uh, of him. <laughs> well, the day you guys meet Dana White and you guys talk to him about, you know, try to get him on the show or negotiate something with him, then you guys will figure out the difference between football and uh, and MMA. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it, it presents its own set of circumstances. It's, it's you know, like anything, it's just different, um, and you got to just treat it different. It's, it's you know, in football, you've got 32 teams, you've got you know, 53 men on a roster. In this case, you've got an individual guy, um, a promotion in the UFC, and trying to negotiate between. You know what your fighter deserves and what the market is, which sometimes you don't know, and you got to kind of almost figure a lot of different things out on your own. There's no union whatsoever. But then, you know, I've done pretty good with them, and they've they've treated me pretty good, so I can't complain. I mean, but it, it, it's definitely a big, big difference. There's no, you know, real market value. Everything in, the, in NFL is market value. You got you want this for this guy? Show me why, right? Whereas in the MMA world, you kind of like, I need this, and they're like, okay, well, no. We're gonna do it, and it's it's rough. It's rough. It's a lot rougher. There's a lot of, you know, four letter words they get, four letter words they get thrown around <laughs> in negotiating MMA contracts than there is in in, uh, in football contracts. Now, now uh, one of the one of the cool moments, uh, one of the cooler moments uh, of Saturday night as well was at the very end when John Jones, the uh, client there, he gets in the middle of the ring, in the middle of the octagon, and he sends out a little message to uh, to Brock Lesnar. So. Uh, how how realistic is it that something can be worked out between John Jones and Brock Lesnar? Well, I can tell you this much. As far as we're concerned, you know what I mean? We want to fight Brock Lesnar next. Now, how realistic is it? It's as soon as Brock Lesnar serves his suspension from USADA, as soon as Brock Lesnar decides to enter his name into the testing pool, the, the sooner we can get this thing done. So there's still a little bit of obstacles that have to be cleared and crossed, not on our end, but on Brock's end. Once that stuff happens, then, you know what I mean, it can happen. But to be, you know, quite frank, I don't see that fight happen possibly like a year. By the time he, you know, enters into the pool, finishes his suspension, and is in the pool for six months, you're looking, I mean, let's just say he did it tomorrow. He put his name in the pool. You would need six months from then before um, he can actually fight. So you're looking at a minimum, you know what I mean, eight, nine months, ten months before it could possibly happen. So I'm not optimistic that it happens before a year. Would would that be the biggest fight for UFC ever? Yes, 1,000%. John Jones versus Brock Lesnar may be the biggest fight in the history of the UFC. That'd be something. That'd be something. That'd be really cool. Uh, 
Malky, it was good talking to you. Really good stuff. Uh, and congratulations, obviously, to you and your client there. It was, it was such a great night. It was worth every single penny. I started off the show saying uh, if if Mayweather and McGregor uh, can be worth uh, half as much as as I felt that the fight Saturday night was worth, it was worth every penny. If Mayweather and McGregor can be, can be half as good as that, I'd, I'd be pleased, you know? 100%. I think, you know, listen, Mayweather um, McGregor is going to be a good fight in itself, too. It's a spectacle. I think it's something that's cool for both sports. Um, it's something cool for McGregor. I mean, McGregor's going to make a lot, a lot of money. You know what I mean? A lot of people have been hating on him for, for his, you know, not having enough boxing experience. But I'm, I'm going to say this. Although I don't think he's going to win the fight. You know, this is just me being honest. I don't think he's going to win the fight. But... I'm tired of picking against him because he shouldn't have won a lot of fights that he didn't win. On paper, you know what I mean, he should have lost a lot of them, and he's won every one of them except for one. So I would not be surprised if he some way, somehow pulls it off, even though I don't expect it. McGregor is, you know, is that guy to kind of get those type of things done. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see that fight also as well. But you're right, you know, what, what Cormier and Jones gave you is something that, you know, you don't get quite often. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good job, Malky. Good talking to you. We appreciate your time today. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. So there you go. As uh, John Jones' agent, John Jones' manager there. I Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.